Are you trying to stay up to date on crypto events? Well, you're in luck because we have another crypto current for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are bringing you another crypto current where we cover all things cryptocurrency and blockchain that is happening within the last couple of days to a week or so. I'm joined by our in-house crypto expert, Crypto Corey. How are you, Crypto Corey? Hey, I'm doing really well. The market might not be, but I The market is not doing well, but Crypto Corey is on cloud nine. I could not be happier. Um... I know we mentioned this a little bit, but you are now a grandpa. Yes. We were waiting for it last time. It hadn't happened yet, but it has happened. Yep. Uh, brand new. Uh, well, my first and only so far grandchild. Um, it's not that I don't have uh, other children that are married. It's just these are the first ones to to have a little uh, grandchild. Um, I was going to try to think of a crypto name for for the kid, but I can't. Uh, my, I'm Luna, not that quick. Luna, Luna Lily, Luna Lily. Yeah, maybe that's not so, a good one to. So uh, Lillian was born, uh, eight pounds ten ounces. Um, sometime I want to say somewhere around uh, midnight Thursday Thursday morning, uh, last Thursday morning. So that's pretty exciting. Yep, and uh, you're wearing your grandpa shirt. I am. So, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm wearing my grandpa shirt. They sent it to me for Father's Day. It's a good Father's Day present. All right, well let's let's jump into to crypto. Um, on that happy note, so Russia has determined that they will make sure I'm. I want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. Russia has determined that they will not use Bitcoin for oil exports. That is correct. Which is kind of crazy. I feel like we were given told. their situation, they would want to do that. Yeah. So that. So great, great point. So there's there's two points that I think come out of this. The first is, well, aren't they embargoed? Uh, how are they getting money? How is Russia even staying alive? And Who, were, who's even buying their oil right now? Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure their oil is being sold. I, you know, I, I can't answer that, but I, I would be. I, I I'd be surprised I if China wasn't buying it. China oh, doesn't care about our that's emba- fair. embargoes. That's what, fair. what are we going to do to China? Yeah. Em- embargo them too. Everything we have uh, comes from China. Comes from China. So maybe not everything, but a lot of. A lot of a lot of it, stuff. Lot I would be it. very surprised if most of this equipment that we're using did not come out of China somehow. I'm sure it all did. Um, so, but so so the point was is that we had it, you know, beat into our heads. Uh, for those of us who are in the crypto markets and looking at, at any news about crypto, we, it was beaten to our heads by uh, people in the government that uh, crypto is bad and only criminals use it, and uh, Russia is going to use crypto to avoid all sanctions and it will be just business as usual for them. Well, they've kind of come out and said, no, we're not taking Bitcoin for for oil. So I think that that's a, a surprising statement. Now, does that mean that it's not happening? I'm How are, how are yeah, we supposed to who know? Knows. Yeah, but I, I, when we talked about this earlier, if you'll remember oh, a couple months ago when all this... Uh, uh, Russia Ukraine stuff hap- uh went down. W- uh my contention was that they wouldn't do it because you might as well just give them cash because the minute you start moving around large billions of dollars worth of bitcoin to buy your billions of dollars worth of oil, people will notice. People people are going to notice. They're going to see it 
And then Russia has the problem of trying to offload that money into some sort of fiat, or they have to turn around and, and spend the Bitcoin, um, you know, with some other country that that they want to to trade with. And the idea that, um, you know, no one's going to notice that large chunks of Bitcoin are moving through the through the system is just impossible. Uh, it will get noticed. Um, anytime anyone moves a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin, there's a ton of chatter about it on the, uh, you know, on the web. Yeah. I just wouldn't, it, it's not, they can't avoid the embargo by just own, like just using Bitcoin. Yeah. If it, that it, makes sense. Yeah. And, until until Bitcoin is a completely closed economic system that can stand on its own. And, um, you know, despite what what some people will tell you it's not it's it's just not there yet um would i love it to be there absolutely because i think that the value of bitcoin will continue to go up uh, as it approaches that status and when it hits that status um the sky's the limit on on the price um but right now it's not it's not a closed system and you still have to deal in fiat uh you and i still have to pay our taxes so at the end of the day no matter what you get paid in Bitcoin, how much you make, you still have to account for it and pay fiat to your to your respective government. And while Russia doesn't have to worry about paying taxes to themselves, they do have to worry about how are we going to use this Bitcoin to buy other things that we need to import into our country. And um, they're just it's just not feasible. It's not any more feasible than than taking you know black market cash from from someone. It's, it's just it amounts to the same well, thing. It, it would and it might even be more you. difficult. Yeah, because you you can track everything on the blockchain, and like you said, people would notice billions of dollars of Bitcoin moving around, whereas billions of dollars worth of cash on the black market, it's not as easy to see. I feel like I don't know. I could be wrong, but well, I mean, China's not showing up to Russia with a giant tanker full of cash and then emptying it out and filling it up with oil and, and heading home. Um, you know, they're they're going to use some sort of banking system. So, uh, and they didn't totally cut russia off i'm sure europe is still buying their natural gas from them um because well, i heard that germany finally like cut ties with them because germany was like one of their biggest i don't remember why i read that so i could be misinformed but yeah but the, but the idea that that they're completely cut off financially is just it's just not true yeah so um and and if you look at the price in bitcoin having gone down the volatility uh you know russia would have taken a beating had they accepted bitcoin for for oil maybe yeah. they should accept it now because the, the chances are that it'll that it'll we're probably nearing the bottom in it and it will probably go up which would be bad for ukraine but great for us yeah well the um well great for anybody yeah great for anybody invested in, in crypto crypto um all right well pretty interesting stuff let's move on to our next topic uh blackrock we've talked about them a couple times they're pretty pretty crazy i think um Kind of, I don't know. I always think like Illuminati when I think of BlackRock, just because they own, so they own they, everything. They own everything. It's like it's kind of uh, my yeah. Mind, but I, I wouldn't be surprised at some point if they don't end up owning this show. Yeah, they might approach us with an offer to buy out this show. Who knows? Especially considering uh, they are saying that crypto is here to stay. That's the latest we've heard from from them. Bitcoin is a durable asset. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So. <laughs> BlackRock, um, BlackRock just c- uh, continues to end up in the news uh, because they're everywhere. They're they're in all sorts of markets. They have their own money as well as uh, they have uh, hedge fund money from some of their uh, larger, wealthier clients and 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 business uh, uh, customers. 
And if I'm if I remember correctly, I think they have the largest uh, assets under management, uh, larger than any other other company. Well, it's out like there. what what's the U.S. GDP? Like twenty six yeah, trillion or something. I can't remember. It was like twenty four, twenty six trillion. It, it's I, up there. I think BlackRock is almost half. <laughs> Their assets under management is almost half that. I think it's like eleven. Yeah, so they're point something. They are they are definitely a monster. In fact, it, it's so funny because every time I get onto uh, Twitter, um, I keep seeing advertisements from BlackRock saying we are not buying houses. We are not buying all the houses. It's not our fault. Um, get the real facts, and then when you click on it, it goes to an article that says we we participate in the market because we lend money to people who buy houses. <laughs> so. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure what what point they're they're trying to prove. No one yeah. is going to believe that they're not buying houses. Yeah. I I just looked it up. According to uh, Google, their assets under management as of January 2022 was 10 trillion dollars, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's an insane amount. That's bigger than most countries out there. Oh yeah. So that but the the point is is that they feel like Bitcoin is a durable asset so um you know what that means uh from their end uh i know that they i i can't remember exactly we did do, some, do a crypto current on them they've come up a couple of times uh they were investing in companies uh that did have um businesses built around crypto i wouldn't be surprised if they if they're buying crypto them, themselves they've got so much money they have to invest it somewhere um so I just think it's interesting when the when the largest asset manager in the world says that Bitcoin is a durable asset, and then on the same page in, in the news you can read that Bitcoin is dead. Um, who who are you going to listen to in this instance? Some reporter who really doesn't have a great financial background is just reporting on oh, cryptos finally did Bitcoin is dead, yay! It uses too much energy and only criminals use it. Or are you going to listen to BlackRock that's saying hey, this is a this is a durable asset? Yeah, that. I would go with the ten trillion dollar asset one. That's who I would go with, or that's who I'd bet my money on. All right, let's go to our next and final topic of today's episode. So the SEC, if it says it's too good to be true, it is. Let's talk about the SEC again. I feel like we we are always talking about the government and the SEC and Treasury Secretary. Janet Yellen. Yeah, Janet Janet Yellen. So, uh, Gary Gensler, um, I had high hopes for him. He taught a a blockchain uh, course at MIT, so he's very uh, well-versed in, in blockchain and, and cryptocurrency, so he's not ignorant at all of what blockchain is about or what cryptocurrency is about. And I just think it's interesting that as soon as he gets into the SEC, um, He's done nothing but be unfriendly uh, towards uh, cryptocurrency and keeps hinting at uh, regulation uh, that's coming from from them. Um, so it, you know it, it'll be interesting to see uh, what the SEC's final stance is on on cryptocurrency, uh, particularly cryptocurrencies that are pre-mined um, like Ethereum. Um, a lot of people say that the way that Ethereum was originally sold, that it was, it actually was a security and, and, and there is probably a good argument uh, for that. So it could, you know, something like Ethereum could fall under the purview of the, of the sec. However, that's not what they're talking about here. He's just saying, Hey, be careful. If it's too good to be true, it, it probably is. And, you know, I have to, I have to agree with him on, on this one. Most of the projects that you hear about, 
Um, particularly if you're not into crypto every single day and just doing a ton of research and really just looking over all, all the, you know, 10, 15,000 projects that are out there. Um, by the time you as a layperson, hear about something that's exciting and is quote unquote going to the moon or mooning, um, by the time you hear about it, it's too late. And the minute that you start to invest in it, um, you are someone else's exit liquidity. You're the person that allows the the person who got in at the very beginning to get out and make a profit. And you are probably getting in right, right before the, the crash on most of these projects. Um, also, another thing that he, you know, is talking about really is, is 18% interest uh, return on your crypto sending on an exchange somewhere. Is that really too good to be true? Now think about that. Is it is it too good to be true to just park your crypto with some firm and they're just going to pay you eighteen percent or you know some some ridiculous rate that really um, outpaces the the, the U.S. Uh, investment return in most markets? And the answer is probably yes. And I think that um, this is probably the the reason why Celsius got into trouble. I just don't think that that they could make good on on what they owe people. Uh, my guess is that they were probably doing some trading behind the scenes as well and um, and just got caught when when the the price of Bitcoin crashed and now they're they're insolvent. So you know if something's mooning, it's probably not the time to buy into it. If something's giving you just crazy returns, um, you know I'm, I'm not saying don't take advantage of it because it's very tempting. I'm just saying don't put all your eggs in one basket if you, if you decide to to put all your crypto on onto one exchange, um, you're asking you're asking for trouble, and and that goes for any exchange. Um, you know, Coinbase. I think most people would have considered Coinbase, which is now a publicly traded company, that Coinbase would be a safe place to you know to, to park your crypto. And I do have a fair amount of crypto on on Coinbase, um, but they just like 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 we said in the last cryptocurrent, they lay, laid off a thousand uh, people recently. And there was some concern and rumors, and I think that they were rumors, I don't think it was true, that Coinbase themselves would, would become insolvent um, as well. Personally, I think going public is a two-edged sword, and the minute that you go public, you still have to maintain your numbers. And uh, since crypto's down so hard, they're not able to ma- maintain their numbers in order to keep their investors happy and to keep their stock up, which it's not up, it's, it's way down, like everything else. Um, cutting a 1000 jobs helps you to uh, save money and um, uh, make, make your bottom line a l- little bit better. And I think that's the reason why they're doing it is because they're public, publicly traded. If they weren't publicly traded, I, I don't uh, suspect that they would have laid a thousand people off. Yeah. And that's, that's just a guess. I, I, I mean, I honestly don't know, but that's, uh, that's my guess. It's because they're publicly traded and they got to report to the street. And that's, that's what this is about. It's a numbers game. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Well, that about wraps it, up, wraps it up for us on this cryptocurrent. Remember, if it is, if it, 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 I can't even talk. If it's too good to be true. Except for this show. This show is too good to be true. It is. It is too good to be true. But it, it is but, true. But it is true. So you should keep listening to us. Yeah. All, all, oh, eight, all eight of you. All eight of you. Keep listening. We love you so much for your support. And if you haven't already, give us a follow on Twitter at the underscore cryptocracy or instagram at the cryptocracy we'd love to see you there engage with engage with us as you please and give us a rating and review if you haven't 
and stay cryptic.